Hey there, believers. I know this is a little late. Um, not too late, but I forgot this episode was even publishing today. <laughs> I was going to wait a week, but it looks like it got out, so I tried to stop it and fix it. But um, this episode um, of Sunday Musings, I was allowed to speak at the church again to the, uh, on this one and decided to do it on forgiveness uh, we went over forgiveness in a Bible study, but it just didn't feel like it was over yet. So I started again from scratch, went over the same stuff, and then expanded on a few things. And it led to this lesson that I'm sharing on here, too. Uh, it's just a recording of um, our Thursday night service. From the time I got up there, I didn't record the singing and all that stuff or the testimonies. It's just just a lesson. So I hope you all like it. I hope that it touches whoever it needs to touch. And uh, thank you so much for all the feedback about doing the Sunday Musings. Um, I get discouraged sometimes because I get hate mail too. But there's an overwhelmingly positive response. So I'll continue to do it. And uh, just let me know if there's anything in particular maybe that um, you have questions about or want me to help out with. And uh, it doesn't have to necessarily be in about church. It could be whatever. Um, if somebody wants to come on and, and speak on one of these Sunday musings, I'll be happy to have you. But I hope you all enjoy this. God bless, and I love you all. Fair. Yes. Um, forgiveness is like the ultimate weapon, and I'm going to get into that here in just a second, too. Um, all right. So when we ask God to forgive us and we repent and to repent means to turn away. Yep. Okay. It, it doesn't mean to just apologize. Come on, bro. It means to do a 180 yes. and try to yeah. not do that again. That's okay. Right. Um, Bless more. God will not only forgive our sins, but he'll forget our sins. Yeah. Come on. And, Come on. um, just like I did the other day, there's a couple of verses I'm going to show you. That uh, will show you how God literally forgets what you've done wrong. Like, he lets it go. Yeah, come on. Um, and He'll continue to forgive us like this, but we shouldn't tempt God, right? Amen. Um, he keeps giving us time to get our hearts right. Yes. You know, um, to change our hearts until we hear those words, "Depart from me, I never knew you." We don't. We don't want to hear those words, right? We, so we want to repent. We want to get it right. Yes, amen. We want to truly give ourselves over to Christ. Amen. Um, but to, but just to elaborate and to, to to show you that God will forget your sins. Okay, uh, there's a couple of verses I want to show you guys real quick. If somebody wants to go to Isaiah 43:25, whoever gets there, just uh, go ahead and read it. Isaiah 43:25. I, even I, am he that blotteth out thy transgressions for mine own sake, and will not remember, remember thy sins. And will not remember thy sins. Amen. There you go. So God lets it go. Yeah. All right? Awesome. Awesome. Um, now that's Old Testament. If you want to go to the New Testament, there's I'll, there's another one that's easy to go to. It's Hebrews 10.17. We'll look at that again. 
and their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. I will remember no more. God's forgetting our sins. He's letting it go. Okay, so that when we say forgets, we mean forgets. Um, so if we know that God's let it go, but for some reason it keeps nagging us, you know, those thoughts, you know, our past, things we've done before, things that have hurt us before, if we know that God's let it go, we know God's not bringing it up to make us feel guilty. No. You know, he's not digging it up again on us. So we know that that has to be the devil trying to take our focus off the cross Absolutely. and onto feeling sorry for ourselves, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> so we have to let it go too. And I'll get into that here in a second. But God's grace, it gives us that forgiveness, but we have to forgive others also. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, so as we pray, if we're expecting God to move for us, we have to, uh, Jesus tells us that we have to forgive others. And there's another verse for that too. I've got about 12 verses, so y'all just get ready to read again. Like we, It's every time I do this. So. That's all right, that's good. Um, if, let's go to Mark 11.25. Ooh, that's a good one. If I'm, if I'm too loud, I'm sorry. I've been outside screaming at kids all, all day long. What did you say? Mark 11.25. All right. There you go. Amen. Amen. So, no, I think we're going to go back to it. Maybe. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, it says, but if you do not forgive, neither will your Father who is in heaven forgive your transgressions. Right. Yeah. So we have to let it go. Because yeah. it kind of gets into, in my opinion, and I could be wrong, but it kind of gets into that binding and loosing. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're not letting it go, God won't let it go. It's bound. So we have to let it go so he can free it up too. Oh, that's good. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that, that's good. I think it falls into that. Yeah, I like it. Um, we're even told to get up from the altar and try to make peace if our brother is against us. Um, even if they even if they are also at fault, we have to humble ourselves and do our part. You know, we have to apologize. Um, that's it's hard to do, it's hard to be humble. But especially if you feel like I apologize to you, know, where's the apology back? You know, you might not get that apology back. You got to be okay with that. That's, that part's between them and God, and that's why we pray for them too, right? Amen. Um, you know, Bo, I thought that was good about the analogy about Jonah. You know, when you talked about Nineveh being a wicked place against the Hebrews, yeah. how they would torture the Hebrews. And, you know, and he was probably, and if, if you can go there, you could think Jonah was probably like, Lord, they haven't, they haven't. Ask for forgiveness. They haven't, right. you, know, you know, felt remorse for what they've done to our people. Why would you want me to go there? Right. So in his heart, I mean, he it was hard for him, but God was showing him, you have to let it go. You gotta let it go. Gotta let it go, and I like that. Um, yeah. So you got to do. You got to give them the courtesy. You know, you got to forgive them anyway, and that takes the sin off of your head too. You know, you've done your forgiveness. Amen. Okay. So God's not gonna hold that against us. And I have Matthew 6, 14 and 15. Six, fourteen, and 15. And it's basically, it echoes what was said in Mark, okay? Uh, I'll just read it real quick to get through it. It says, For if you forgive others of their transgressions, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive them, then your Father will not forgive your transgressions. Okay, so it's in here multiple times because the Gospels are multiple perspectives 
of what Jesus was saying. So they both felt it important enough to make sure they put that in there. And uh, that comes right after Jesus instructs us on prayer. Okay, and so that, that'll be something we'll get into some other time. I think we've got into prayer a couple times before. But, um, if we're waiting for someone else to go first, uh, to, to say their apologies first, to ask for your forgiveness maybe, um, or even if you're waiting on them to meet you in the middle, it does nothing but it builds resentment. Um, it builds bitterness because we're just sitting there like, who do they think they are? You know, they they know they're guilty. You know, we start coming up with all these other things, and then you start letting your mind wander, and you start coming up with everything they've ever done against you, whether you've let it go or not. You know, and it builds up, and that gives the devil a foothold. Um, and that's what I'm going to say right now. Ephesians, let's go to Ephesians 4, 26 and 27. I'll, I'll show you what I'm talking about here. I think this is the one. Gotcha. Go ahead. Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither give place to the devil. Yes. There you go. Amen. So if we if we stay mad and we're over here sulking and you know upset, waiting for them to come to us, that's giving the devil something that he can use against us. And uh, that's the last thing we need. So, you know, it sounds like you know, he is the, you know, Jesus is the advocate. The devil is the instigator. Oh, yeah. He's the instigator. Yeah. You know, he, you can see that's that's what his job is. He keeps pro- picking, and pro- you know. Yeah. We're going to forgive him for doing that. I mean, yeah. I, so, and that's, I, I got that, the, just that revelation right there that he's the instigator. Yeah, he'll, he'll sit there and, just, like you say, instigate with you. Yeah. You know, keep that started up, keep your emotions raw. And then as soon as you mess up, guess who has access to the throne room? Yeah. He'll be like, hey, guess what I got him to do? Yeah. You know, uh, how bad is he now? You know. Well, that's and that's what eternity is going to be like if you're lost. Yeah. Because he's saying, put it off tomorrow. Put it off tomorrow. And if if a person they don't know Jesus and they die lost, then he's going to be there for the rest of eternity. Said, why'd you put it off for tomorrow? Why did you do? Look what you you know look where you're at. And that's just how he is. He's just a liar and the father of it. That's right. And I'm sure we can all sit here and we can think of a time where we had to forgive somebody else. Uh, and, and yeah, in Matthew's gospel, chapter five, it goes along with that verse in Mark. Uh, he says, "But I say unto you that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of judgment." Right. Without a cause. Right. You got. I hate to say it, but you got people that are jealous, got bitterness in them, towards one yeah. another. Yeah. That's anger without a cause. You're mad at your brother and he hasn't done anything to you. Right. Come on. Come on. You know? Yeah. Like yeah. I read here the other day. Son. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so in a nutshell, what forgiveness is, is forgiveness is simply choosing love. Okay? And God is love. And I said this on Monday, last week, I think it was, but... So if, if forgiveness is choosing love and God is love, we choose God when we forgive somebody. Amen, amen, that's good. Okay, it, it's not about us. Yes. We're choosing God when that's we when nice. we forgive right. somebody. That's good, bro. Right. Um, I have one more, and then I'm going to get into something a little more fun, I think. Okay. Uh, Proverbs 10, 12.
Proverbs is full of wisdom, right? Yes, it is. <laughs> 10, 12. Hey, yep. But love covers all sins. There you go. Amen. Love covers it all. Amen. Okay. Amen. Love covers it all. Yes, amen. God is love. Amen. All right. I had a. I gave out a handout last week on five steps to forgiveness. And I know some of you got that handout, some of you didn't. And we have five or six copies left in front of Jess. If anybody wants one, it's a detailed outline of how to pray to forgive someone else. And I'm going to go through it. Yes. Um, so regardless of if you have the handout or not, I'll go through each of the steps because it, it helps out a lot. Um, we got it from a, uh, a website. I can give you the website if you want to look it up or whatever later. But Jess found it. And uh, before we get into the, the worksheet, I just wanted to get into, like I said, spiritual warfare perspective of forgiveness. Amen. Okay, and it, it kind of goes back to Ephesians 4, 26 and 27 about don't give the devil a foothold. Yeah. Um, we've talked about the crucifixion and all that was going on in the spiritual realm in that moment, right? We, we talked about that during Holy Week and everything else. But I'm going to ask you now, why did Jesus die? So we could go to heaven. So we could go to heaven. How did, how did he get us to heaven? His blood covered our sins. He covered our sins, right? So our sins would be forgiven. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. So Jesus died to forgive our sins. Yes. Right? For God to forgive our sins. By paying our debt. Right? But not just paying the debt of our sin, he absolved all of our transgressions effectively. You know, so in a sense, it's like if we have no sin on us, he died for that, right? So those sins are taken away. What foothold could the devil possibly have, right? Mm -hmm. Unless we were giving it to him. Uh Jesus took the bullets out of the devil's gun. Like there's nothing he could use against us if God's already forgiven us for it. That's right. You know, we just have to accept that gift of salvation. Right. Come on, there you go, bro. So I just, I just thought that was, you know, that's that's a big deal. You know, that's big. Yeah, yes, <laughs> that's, that's a big, big thing. Jesus died to forgive our sins. And that took any ammunition the devil had away. Amen. Amen. So if we're sitting here and we're suffering these attacks, there, there's there's another reason. And we're, I'm going to get into that too. Um, because he checkmated Satan. And forgiveness is our victory. Okay? Uh-huh. You know, Paul got such a revelation of that. Because when he was Saul of Tarsus, he went to persecuting those Jewish believers. I mean, even consenting to their death. Yeah. He probably had a smirk on his face. Even when Stephen, a man, great man of God, was just only here for a short while. But Paul was consenting, holding their coats while they stoned him. And when he had that Damascus Road experience, when Jesus saved him, what was so miraculous about that, you know the guilt that must have been laid on him, his conscience, his, his, what he did in his, in his walk as a Pharisee. But he, he, he recognized that precious blood of God. He recognized 
what that cleansed him from. He yes, recognized yes. no matter what kind of vile things that you did, the blood of Jesus can cleanse you from all Amen. that. Amen. Yes, it does. Praise God. Praise Wipe God. clean. Yes. And here's something else to consider, too. If And this is something for us to reflect on. And I'm not trying to, you know, I, I'm not holier than that because I'm about to tell you a testimony here in a second. <laughs> but consider this. If, if Jesus and God the Father forgives us and died to cover the cost, how can we not forgive each other? Yeah, amen. Yeah, come right? On. Come on. Um, we're not above Christ. No. no. Right? Yeah. And I know not, nobody here thinks that. Um, so we can't expect more than, than Jesus expects out of us. And we can't expect somebody to have to come to us and apologize. And You know, Jesus don't expect us to, you know, come on, he's, he's forgiven us. Yes. You know? Yes. Well, I think what it is, maybe, maybe you talk about, no, it's not just me. It, it, I think it's for a lot of people. Yes, we're forgiven, you know, and, and I think when you talk about repentance, and uh, we are supposed to repent. Now, when you do that, um, you're supposed to turn completely away, like right. said, Amen. from whatever sin you were doing. But I think where we get hung up is we might really turn away from it, and we might never do that again, but God has forgiven us. But we have not forgiven ourselves. Well, give me a second. Hold up. <laughs> well, that's where I think it gets me. That even though I've been forgiven, yeah. the devil gets a foothold because I'm hanging on to it. Come on. And, and that's, that's my own guilt because I get wrong. That's my next paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Another way to look at it. <laughs> it's like it's like we live together or something. <laughs> <laughs> Are, are we hurting or suffering over whatever we're clinging to more than Christ already suffered? You know what I mean? Did you hear that? Are, are we hurting and suffering more than what Jesus suffered on the cross? No. There's no way. No, no way. No way. That's right. Uh, so our loss can't be greater than the loss that God faced when he lost Jesus, right? When he had a, God Almighty turned his face away when Jesus was on that cross. So there's no, we haven't lost more than God lost. Yeah. So if they can forgive it, how can we not? Right. You know, it's just like, uh, I feel like I got beat over the head with that when I was trying to get into this message. Um, and he did it to spare us from our own wickedness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we can we really not forgive when Jesus already went through the torture and being killed for us to be forgiven. How can we how can we expect anything more out of anybody? And like Jess said, um, what about ourselves? I'm gonna I'm probably gonna cry like a baby here, but um, we have to forgive ourselves, right? And that's why I was talking I on Sunday <clears throat> I'm already getting choked up, man. <laughs> on Sunday I gave a little bit of a testimony. I said that I, I went deer hunting and I got a healing on that mountain. All right, but what I what I held back from talking about was what I wanted to talk about tonight. For probably 20 years, I've held on to guilt. I've held on to things I've done to hurt people. Sometimes I intentionally hurt people. Um, most of the time, it may not have been intentional, but I still did it. You know. Um, the things I, I screwed up in life, 
there's there's things I did wrong. And I promise you these aren't tears of regret. These are tears of joy because when I was sitting there just talking to God, you know, waiting on a deer to show up that, that didn't, uh, I was just I was just sitting there and I was, I was focusing on this lesson because I had it coming up. And I asked him, I was like, all right, you know, Holy Spirit, talk to me. Who do I need to forgive? You know, who is it that's holding me back right now so I can be closer to you? And I was thinking, you know, is it so-and-so or is it such-and-such? I'm like, no, I'm not really mad at them. I didn't feel anything. And then it was just like, I heard it. Yourself, man. You know? Yeah, you got to let this stuff go. That's right. And I, I bust out in tears, sitting there trying to hunt. And uh, I realized I had to let it go because if we don't forgive somebody, God won't forgive them either, right? He won't forgive us of our transgressions if we don't forgive somebody else. But if it's our own transgressions, yeah. we're holding ourselves back from the gifts of God. Come on, bro. How much more can He do for us Come on, bro. if we yeah. can just let it go? Yeah, you know? So I didn't come off the hill with a deer. I'm going again tomorrow morning, I think, trying. But uh, I came out of there forgiven, you know. And I came out of there without any guilt, without any more pain. I, I, I'm telling you, decades I've held onto this stuff, right? and and it's gone. And I just <laughs> so we all we all need to try. And it's not easy to do, and I'm sure the devil's going to try to bring that stuff right back out, you know, try to drag it up. But we need to let go of the guilt, let go of whatever failures we've had in life, our outbursts. Come on, bro. Especially knowing that our judge sees us as innocent as a child. Um, we don't hold what children do against them. No. You know? <laughs> so God's, God sees us as his children. Amen. He's not going to hold it against us. Right. You know, we've already accepted him. We can just move forward with him. Um, all right. I got these handouts, right? Uh, five steps to biblical forgiveness. If you have one with you, that's awesome. If you have it at the house or whatever, that's great. If you don't have one at all, I'm going to read it out loud so we can we can at least have an idea. And we'll try to get copies of every, for everybody if you want them later. But these five steps... Of biblical forgiveness, okay? Um, and for each step, there's a verse, <laughs> so we'll, we'll get to read some uh, some more. Step one, we pray. I forgive blank. Okay, I'm going to use Roger repeatedly, okay, for, for my example, okay? So pray, I forgive Roger, and then for whatever specific offense, okay? I forgive Roger for... Slapping me. Yeah. Okay, and we gotta be specific. Say, say who it is. Hey, I'm trying to come up with something off the fly. Come on. So you gotta say who it is and whatever they did, and make it a complete forgiveness, so the devil doesn't have a foothold. Okay. That's good. So I forgive Roger for slapping me. And then pray step two. Well, let's hold up. I get all ahead of myself. Let's go to Matthew again. Uh, chapter 18, 21 and 22. Go ahead. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how long shall my brother sin against me? And I forgive him. Come on. Seven times. Jesus saith unto him, 
I say not unto thee until seven times, but until seventy times seven. That's four hundred ninety times. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of forgiving, right? That's a lot of forgiving. All right. So now, step two. Pray, Roger or whoever your offender is owes me nothing, not even an apology for slapping me. Okay, so specifically pray that they owe me nothing, not even an apology, because I'm letting it go. I'm giving it to you, yes. right? And that would go to Matthew six twelve, and I'll just read that for brevity here. And to forgive us our debts, as we have also forgiven our debtors. Amen. Amen. Okay. Amen. So we're asking for God to forgive us. We had to forgive those against us. Amen. Step three. And this one's a little bit harder. And I, I might have changed the verbiage a little bit on, on what I wrote down here in my notes. In the notes here, or on the worksheet, it says, I forget that so-and-so did such-and-such, such, right? So I forget that Roger slapped me. Um, another way to work that out, as I said, I lay the memory of Roger slapping me at the foot of the cross, Okay. Um, either way you want to say it, you're letting it go and you're giving it to God. Amen. Okay. We must choose to let our burdens go or we are inviting spirits of resentment and anger to vex us. We have to let it go. Um, this comes with another verse. It's out of Psalms. It's Psalms 55, 22. It does. I don't know why I put 55.22 down. Let me see what it says here. <laughs> hmm. What'd you say, 1 Corinthians? 1 Corinthians 13.5. Well, let's go to that one instead, because I don't know what I wrote down there. I might have been from another lesson. Go ahead. It's, uh, does not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, is not easy for both, thinks no evil. Amen. Well, you know, and we could you know, we could take Psalms fifty five twenty two. It says, "Cast thy Roger upon the stone." But no, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that is why I wrote that. Cast your burden upon the Lord, and He will sustain you. Laying it at the feet of Christ. That's what it was. Cast him for Roger, my burden. He will never allow the righteous to be shaken. Right. All right. So we're laying it at the feet of Christ. We're going to cast our burdens upon the Lord. That's why it was in there. I went rogue on that one. 55, 22. <laughs> All right. Getting down to step four, we pray. I renounce any negative feeling that I have toward Roger. And I choose to love Roger. Okay, we're choosing love. I did not get that from this piece of paper. To choose love is to choose God. Amen. Uh, so we choose to love each other. So we have to renounce any negative feeling we have toward each other because we don't. You don't love if you're if you're holding something against him. That's right. That's not a pure love. Amen. God loves us purely. Yes. And that takes us back to Proverbs ten twelve, which I I think we already read. So uh, we'll just go on to the next one. 
Step five, pray. Father, help me see then the way you do. Amen. Yeah, Amen. that's good. Yes. That's big. Yeah. Help me to see Roger the way you do, God. Because yes. uh-huh. God sees us all with a matchless love. That's right. Okay? Um, we all know John 3.16, I believe. Yes. Yeah. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. That's right. That's how much God loves us. Yes, yes. The world. That's all of us. Amen. And, you know, sinner or saved, he loves us all. Yeah. Uh, he's just waiting for us to come around to him. You know, I think that's such a big thing. That right there, just to love each other like as God loves them. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. That is, that's awesome. Um, and he sees his people yeah. as righteous. Because of Jesus. Amen. And Kenny, that's in Romans 3.22 if you want to take that one. Okay. Cool. I, I know that you like uh, you like Romans. Oh, yes. And he says, he said, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. That's right. And that's it. That's it. That's the five five steps to forgiveness. Okay? So we pray, I forgive this person for what they did. Be specific about it. Then you pray that they owe me nothing, not even an apology. Then we lay it at the foot of the cross, or we ask God to take away the memory of it for us to forget it. Step four, we renounce any negative feelings, and we choose to love them. And then we ask God to help us to see them the way he sees them, for us to be like Christ, okay? So that's the five steps of forgiveness. And that pretty much covers everything that I had written down on the notes. Um, Like Kenny said, the altar is always open. If anybody feels a burden on themselves that they want to give to God, this is a good spot to do it. We don't need to know what the burden is. You can just come up here and pray. We'll pray with you. Um, I'm done. I believe that's all I had. So if anybody has any questions, I'll answer them, or I can just go sit down. <laughs> that was good, Brother Bo. I appreciate it. That's it for this week, guys. Thanks for listening. If you want more content, if you want to submit your own story to be on the show, if you want to listen to past episodes, or if you want to donate to the show, you can do all of that through thebumppodcast.com. Just go there, uh, explore the website, check it all out. If you want to sign up to be a member, it's super cheap. It's just $1.75 a week. You can cancel at any time. Get in on uh, all the, the new, latest, and greatest stuff we have going on. All right, so again, thanks for listening. I love you. God bless.
sign has personally ready to submit your life to God and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The book of Romans chapter 10 verse 9 says it really simply that if you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It's that simple. To be born again, to start a new life as a child of God, to join God's army, to rise up against the evil forces that you know are all around you. 
You don't have to do it alone. I love you. Jesus loves you. And may God bless you.
So come on up to this altar and fall down on your knees and pray. And ask the Lord to forgive you and you'll be Better days, better days. Hey there, believers. Let's get through this commercial break first so we can enjoy a full show. Do you want to be prepared for anything that could happen in day-to-day -day life or when disaster strikes? From the office to the outdoors, then please go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com and check out the packs that they have to offer. They're made in America, and I mean every single piece of fabric, hardware, buckle, and frame. All the labor, too, is right here in America. So when you buy from Squatch Survival Gear, you're supporting multiple small businesses right here at home. I've become good friends with Chris. Um, he, he's a military vet. So all of these packs are made to mill spec. All right, so they're all military standard packs. They're good for everything. These things are virtually bomb proof. I promise you, I own two of them. I have the Rock Ape and the Mothman pack. They cannot be beaten. I've I've had gear all my life. I had gear in the military. I have gear when I go hunting. I have gear for camping. The Squatch Survival Gear changes the game. All right, I, I take one to work every day. I take the Mothman pack with me to work. Just use it as a regular backpack, but it's so functional. It's, it's just unbelievable quality. All right, so please go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com. Now, to save 15% site-wide, I encourage you to use promo code 23BUMP, that's 23BUMP, to save 15% site-wide. Do you love coffee? Of course you do. Who don't? I'm drinking a cup right now. SoberVet Coffee is a military family-owned company that brings together a love of coffee and support for military-affiliated people in recovery. SoberVet Coffee donates 20% of net proceeds to charities that support military and veteran mental health. Co-founders and spouses David and Christina Beardsley built SoberVet Coffee to connect current and former military families that are in the community of recovery. This specialty third-wave coffee is roasted to order so you are guaranteed the freshest brew. It's available in whole bean or ground for your home brewer. And listeners will receive a 10% discount with the code BUMPBELIEVERS. That's B-U-M-P-B-E-L-I-E-V-E-R-S. BUMPBELIEVERS. Go to SoberVetCoffee.com. Find the blend you like and order a batch today. I believe in this coffee. 
because I believe in David Beardsley. I served with Dave. We deployed together, and I love him like family. God bless you, and God bless America.